Heineken Silver. It's what your daddy's balls taste like, I think. Mm. Is, that, is that what I'm supposed to say? That's what I've been told. You know, I just insulted us big time right there. It's what your daddy's balls taste like, and yet we're drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your balls taste like? I mean, how many daddy balls have you tasted? (laughs) Hmm, That's a good question. You know what? Down below here on this video, which by the way, I I haven't said this to Chris yet. Our last video, we had it on my original channel. And this one will also do a little teaser on my original channel. And if you want to watch the rest of it after about 10 minutes, you're going to have to go over our new channel. Meet us, of course. In the Man Cave podcast, that's right. Just give you a little bit more of a taste. That's right. Heineken Silver. Let it like to plug Manscaped as well. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to taste Daddy's balls. We need to talk about your balls. Are they smooth? Or covered in bits of annoying fluff? (sighs) These are my balls. (laughs) So down there below in the comments section... What does your daddy's balls taste like? <laughs> Not a good way to promote our new YouTube so? channel. No. <laughs> but then again, I could be wrong. I've always been wrong. I mean, I don't think Manscaped is going to like that. And I don't probably Heineken don't want dad's balls. Are your balls itching way too much? And how does uh, they get now? Maybe that's what they want. They want some honesty. I, I don't. I don't even know what the hell it's all about. See, I mean, now you're never going to drink it again without thinking about testicles. It is Father's Day weekend. See, <laughs> see every the universe. See everything is. It's one big circle. It's all connected. Yes. This all being said. Hello, everyone out there that's watching and listening. Of course, if you are watching, yes, it is here. That's right. That's that guy that you stumble across occasionally. And, of course, with Christopher Webb himself. Yes, we will be going over to our other channels. So I already stated earlier, if you want to watch the rest of this podcast, you'll have to go there. Probably in about, I don't know, give or take a few minutes. Because I know Chris and I, we were talking about something earlier. And it has to do with the original Halloween Mm. and the coveralls, the colors. So if you're into that sort of thing, are you into coveralls? Are you into coveralls, Chris? Fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> it really locks in the flavor of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say my, now that looks brown. Are my coveralls brown or are they? See those? Come look, on, that bottle looks spruce green to me. Spruce green. Well, we'll, we'll have to debate that over on <laughs> me and me in the man cave. And of course, you can listen to this wonderful conversation over on Apple, iHeart. Podbeam, and all the other ones that will eventually allow us to be on there, of course. I'm going to keep pushing the ball content. I mean, it works. 
Are you a complete loser? Well, go open a can of Meet Us in the Man Cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba. A little teaser about what this channel, what, what it's about, this podcast, horror, cars, music, random shit. Mm. It's this particular YouTube channel is pretty much, I know I'm wearing Friday the 13th. It's probably shocking the hell out of out of a lot of you. And even though this is a Thursday podcast, I'm just preparing for tomorrow. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Halloween. I think I'll talk about Halloween once again. And coveralls. Chris, you said you, you – I feel like I'm repeating myself right now. But what I wanted to bring up about Halloween, and I, and I want your thoughts on this, Chris. Throughout the years, I have heard from so many people that there was – John Carpenter played the shape. It was, of course, Nick Castle that played the shape. It was Deborah Hill that played the shape. It was that other guy that played the shape. And it was that other guy that played the shape. And, of course, Tommy Lee Wallace. There you go. I'm always hearing different individuals that played the shape through different individuals. What about you? What are your thoughts on this? Is it kind of like, eh, whatever, I don't care, or... Take it away. I'm curious to what you think about the subject matter, or do you even care at all? You know, for me, I think maybe there's a reason that when you watch the credits, it's just known as the shape. It was played by so many different characters, and they all had the different takes on it. They all gave a portion of themselves to that that role that they were playing. I mean... I don't think anyone, any one of them can claim, like, state claim. Of course, we all have our favorite, and and we all love Mr. Nick Castle for what he did for his walk and all his little nuances that he brought to the the head tilt and all the other fun things that maybe, whether John Carpenter suggested it or not is, is, you know, of course, in there as well. But, of course, he, 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 he put on the mask as well. Maybe it's just a bunch of uh, bunch of kids making a movie for almost peanuts in Hollywood, having fun, having the time of their lives, getting high, and just enjoying themselves. Maybe it's not as serious as we like to make it out to be. Maybe it's not Mr. Tony Moran that you know thinks he's. He is Michael Myers. Like there was so many people that contributed to Michael Myers and making that film what it was that it should be shared by all, I feel. You know, Chris, when we were talking about music recently, I feel like I just try to find a way to bring up the subject matter and you just knock it out of the park every damn time. I mean, it's just... This is why I, 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 the real reason why I wanted you to start a podcast because I'm the idiot and you explain things that are just like, wow, dude, don't that's heavy and makes so much sense. Don't listen to him, folks. He, he, but it's, when the camera's off, he's, he's a scholar. He's a, he's going miles above <laughs> nonsense, nonsense. I want to hear your take on it though. I love yours. I mean, it's perfect. I mean, 
I, I, I'm going to try my best not to say this too much in the future because I know I've said it enough in the past, but I do love keeping it simple. Mm. And you pretty much described it as they were kids. They were having fun with it, and they kept it simple. And that's why we fell in love with it. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. They had a written ideas. John knew what he was what he, what he was wanting to do. He knew how he wanted to direct this film. Deborah knew how she was going to produce and also write this film. They knew what they wanted to do, and they kept it simple. And, and I, I never really thought of it that way. It's, I mean, and I, I'm going to say something, and I'm going to let you either elaborate on it or, or whatever. Uh, cons. Um, you've gone to them. I've gone to them. Mm. Or even when you watch them on YouTube. And when it's ever, it seems like when it's ever, I'm going to use Tom Lee Wallace and Nick Castle because I'm pretty much talking about John Carpenter's Halloween here. It seems like whenever they're up on there and the panels are asked, they always seem to have more simple responses. They don't make a big deal out of what us fans love. And I mean, granted, it's obvious they appreciate that we love it so much because we, the fans, I think, are the ones that brings the magic to the film because of our imagination. And thankfully, John and the rest of the crew allowed us to use our imagination when it came to a Halloween, the original John Carpenter's Halloween. Exactly. And yet, you know, Tom Lee Wallace, yes, I am so thankful for, he probably, he John gave him the concept of how he wanted the mask. And we all know the history. It didn't cost much. He didn't do much. But yet, let's face it, that's been the iconic mask for all mask collectors out there. For well, for over forty years now, and Nick Castle, whenever he's asked directions, it's like he's always, eh, you know, he he just eh. he respects the role, he respects what he did, but he never makes it out to be more than what it was. And I I, it, I know I started off with the whole concept of so many people throughout the years, whether it's fans or others. It's just amazing how so many people said it was either five, four, three, or two um, people that played the shape, Michael Myers. And I just, I, I don't know. I know we're kind of going off subject here on that, or at least in my head we are. Let's really analyze. I mean, we do that way too much, but let's really analyze the fact that, yeah, they're so nonchalant and they're cool about it because none of them ever thought this would be what it is. None of them ever thought we'd be sitting in our basements going over and fantasizing and working on and getting every little detail down to this to this mask. I mean they they sprayed they sprayed a mask. They threw it on. They created a movie. They had fun. I mean it was a short shoot. Just all the all the things that they've already told us. I don't I mean, it's what we love about it, but it's like we don't really hear it. We think there must be so much behind it. You know, and maybe there just wasn't. Maybe it just, it was lightning in a bottle. You know, I've talked about this before. It's been a few years, two years of that. The damn coveralls, that's another topic. What color was it? <laughs> but if you guys want to hear Chris and I's opinions or thoughts, and trust me, the way Chris knocks it out of the park, I'm, I'm sure you would love to hear his thoughts on that. Because I'm going to end it here on the bar downstairs. And I want to just elaborate the rest of it over there. I mean, it's, you know. In the man cave, horror, cars, music, and some random shit. Are you getting sick and tired of always losing it? Hide and go seek? Well, go open a can of meet us in the man cave beer. It friggin' tastes awesome. 
Drink responsibly. Only available at Bubba. And now we're over here at the other YouTube channel. <laughs> and if you've been watching us on this channel, you're probably like, wait a minute, I've been here the whole time. Why did I want to go over to his original channel? It sucked. Well, I'm glad you decided to just, well, I'm trying to figure out to work in the movie magic right now. I'm just they glad are, you were here from the beginning. They are inside yeah. the Flash movie right now. We're jumping timeline, timelines. The Ultra Universe or whatever it's called. I don't know. But yeah, I don't want to jump off subject too much here. Those damn coveralls, the colors, spruce green, navy blue, uh, frilly pink, polka dot blue. Right, right, right. All of the above. Chris, I want to know your thoughts, your feelings and beliefs, or how, or does it even friggin' matter? I mean, could have been the lighting the the way it was filmed, the way it was shot. No, you know what? I think it's the same. I think it's the same concept. They were under budget. They were under a time constraint. I think they grabbed what they needed to grab, and they went with it. I think, you know, some scenes you may see spruce green. Some scenes you may see a navy blue. Some, I mean, they get weathered. I think it just really came down to what they had to accomplish that day, what scene they had to knock out, and they knocked it out. It's like looking at those masks. I mean, we have so many H1 masks over there. Over there. <laughs> we have so many H1 masks over there because what I'm doing is I'm trying to capture a certain scene with each mask because every scene, whether it be the lighting, whether it be the weathering, whether it be... All the stuff that the, you know, a certain horn that came out of the hair a certain way. Like, all the things that we look at, because it was doing so many different things. It was different masks. It was made up differently. They just, it's something that we love, but we, we pick it apart to the point where, I, I don't know, I'm a victim of it as myself because... Obviously, I have all those masks, and I get a lot of people that say, isn't that the same mask? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it's not the same mask. Like, this mask is supposed to nail the, hall, the, the hallway scene. This mask is supposed to nail the balcony scene. This mask is supposed to nail the phone scene. This mask is supposed to, you know, we go down these rabbit holes because it's something that we love so much and we built it up in our heads so much that we kind of defeat ourselves with it. So the, the, the coverall thing, man, I think it was both. Once again, boom, knock it out of the park. Um, one thing I, I've also thought about, and I'm sure Chris is as intelligent as you are, you probably have thought about this too. Let's take uh, Tom Lee Wallace and Nick Castle. Okay. Yep. Um, Maybe one, I, they, they look like today at their age, if they're standing next to each other, they're the same height. I, I could be wrong. I've never technically seen them stand next to one another. But you, you've cosplayed Myers. I, myself, when I used to be in much better shape, I, I, well, I think a lot of Meyer fans have put on those coveralls, that mask. Let's face it. It's not the most comfortable thing going up your crotch. <laughs> So what I think about, just like elaborating on what you were telling us there, and it just makes sense. 
small budget. In fact, if I remember, uh, well, well, I believe Dick Warlock made it more clear about how he went out and purchased his own coveralls, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, and obviously that's for Halloween too. Duh. We know Scott. We know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm just assuming that Tommy Lee Wallace, he had his pair of coveralls that he was wearing, maybe that he purchased, and then Nick Castle. They both had their own coveralls. I mean, especially when we take the closet scene towards the end there, um, as we all know, so many fans out there. And if you haven't, spoiler alert, you learned something new, but I seriously doubt we're spoiling anything here. Yeah. Obviously, when Michael is busting into the to the closet where Jamie is down there and trying to get the coat hanger as Tommy Lee, that was Tommy Lee Wallace because he was more or less the uh, the set director. He knew exactly how to break the you know the uh, closet and all that. And, you know that was his thing, and he's wearing the mask. He's playing the shape then. So why on earth would okay they're done with that? And then obviously they probably didn't shoot everything. The dialogue, you know, as you see it. But it seems to me like from seeing enough photos throughout the year, I just can't see Tommy Lee. Okay, we're done with this. Okay, Nick, you're going to be the next scene. Let's say it is in order. Well, Tommy's got to take off the coveralls <laughs> and then hand them over to Nick. Because we all know there was three masks. So it's not like they – you know what I mean? That we so know. that's my assumption. Yeah. <laughs> they, Tommy had coveralls, his own, and so did Nick. So that's possibly why – us fans throughout the years, and I don't want to go down, you know, because obviously there's some artists out there that if you want some coveralls to look authentic, they do amazing jobs with those things. I mean, if you follow on Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, they're just amazing through H1 to obviously uh, to the latest trilogy. <clears throat> I just think that's what it was. They had two different coveralls. They weren't exactly the same color. And they were close enough, and they're like, you know... Yeah, John had enough faith, you know, in, in Dean Cuddy and all that when they were obviously shooting 35 millimeter with a, a panavision or panorama. And it was going to be mostly Michael was basically showed at nighttime anyways. I mean, dear Lord. Uh, here you have John Carpenter that didn't worry about or he was like, you know what it is, what it is when cigarette smoke is getting in the scene, you know, those little. I just I think that's what it was. They both had their own coveralls. and They weren't exactly the same color. And that's fair. I mean, that's not out of the question at all. I, I, I mean, if I was doing closet scene, you were behind me, you were filming or whatever, I wouldn't pass you my cover walls. That's, that's fair. <laughs> it would be like, hey, I'm going to the house. I'm going to go take a shower. Um, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, logistically, that makes perfect sense. Like, it's not... I've never worked on a movie. I don't know. Could be talking out of my ass, but I feel the same as you do. I mean. With a small budget, too. Yeah. They 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 were kids, dude. They were having fun. They were having, could you imagine? I'd be having the time of my life there. I would be oh, partying every yeah. night. Be a blast. Yeah, I talked about this, or I brought this up with you before, personally. Um, obviously, the last uh, episode, when I talked about The Flash and all that, and of course, everybody that's even seen the shows or maybe the movie now is, you know, Michael Keaton's bat has returned as Batman. Michael Keaton was in, obviously, in the Marvel, when uh, he's playing the, the character. I, I 
I, I know in the comic book, but when the Spider-Man, um, the latest ones, yep. when Michael Keaton is wearing those coveralls, when in like in the first Spider-Man movie, I, when I see him wearing those coveralls, I'm like, you know who would play an excellent Michael Myers is Michael Keaton. Because he fits those coveralls just the way Nick Castle did in 78. Mr. Batman. I, every time I see that scene with him wearing them, I think, man, he'd make an excellent Myers. <laughs> Yeah, it makes a damn good Batman. That you was know. Myers for me. I mean, you know, a smaller guy, not hulking like Jason. That was what set him apart for me. Like, yeah, he's just a stealthy, small. I mean, could be mistaken as a normal human, but he's supernatural, and you don't know why. He's evil incarnate, and that's what set him apart for me. Like, I don't want. I mean, I, I love. Okay, we're getting off in crazy territory now. I mean, I love Tyler. It's Mayne. Halloween. You know the people here wanting Halloween stuff. So. I love Tyler Maine. I love, um, you know, I love the uh, hulking Myers. I love. Best of both I absolutely <laughs> love George P. George P. Wilbur. I mean, if I could have met anybody at a con other than who I've already met, I wish I could have met George P. He's he was great. I love that guy. You know, when I think of Myers, it's just, he's this unassuming villain. He's just a normal guy, put on a mask, and and that's what made him, there was no rhyme reason, there was no nothing behind him, there was no explanating, like explaining him. It was just, he was evil. And they should have kept it that way, and that's been my argument, not that it has been an argument, but it's they should have kept Michael simple. The boogeyman, the shape, do not tell me what he's about, what his origin is. Just keep it simple. Right. Uh, but yet we're all guilty of fantasizing about, okay, well, it came because Lord knows I, I've never up. I have written down some stuff for an idea video, a, a Jordan Peele uh, from us. Uh, but if I ever do that video, I'll share it on my original YouTube channel. But uh, I forget what the hell I was going to say now. It's all Halloween related. Uh, <laughs> we get off on. on, on yeah. On I, I just, uh, uh, this is just me. Uh, I, I always will appreciate every actor, stunt individual. I, I just call them actors. Every Myers out there that's, that, that had the opportunity to play the role. They've been nothing but respectful towards the fans. And they've always seemed to be the ones that just appreciate the hell out of that character. So I want to make sure I give all of my respects to every single individuals out there that's played that role. Yes. But I, it always goes back from me to Nick Castle. I'm not trying to put him on pedestal. But when I see Michael Myers, I just see Nick's, his dance, his swayness, his butt. Michael Jordan was the epitome in the NBA for so many years. When you thought of a, a, a I mean, dear Lord, to this very day, there's Jordan's Air Jordan's icon. Yeah. He was just. He fit the role the way he wore his uniforms. Everybody, if I could be like Mike, sort of thing. Yep. That's the same for me through my eyes. When I see Michael Myers, I just see Nick Castle fitting that mask and the coveralls and just his flow. It's, it's just, just the swift, elegant, and beautiful. It's just the swift and movement, the and it's just, uh, you know, he just glides. It's hard yeah. to, I mean, probably James has come close, closest to it, but even then, man, I mean, you know, you just, I love his zombie. Just give credit where it's due, man. It's Nick, man. 
I mean, no one really that just that zombie walk when Jamie's walking out to the hallway and you got Nick, he's just kind of walking like this. <laughs> like I'm gonna get you, bitch. <laughs> it takes some time. That Robocop roll up. I mean, it's just everything about it's just like Oh, you done fucked up now. <laughs> yeah. I mean it was just it was, it was just a beautiful orchestra. I mean, it was dirty dancing for a horror film. And, you know, one thing, I hope that, you know, obviously we're going to have another um, terrorizer. Art the Clown. Don't ever tell us what Art the Clown is. Don't tell us where he came from, his origins. It works. Learn from the Halloween mistakes. And I'm not putting down the films that people love. I just personally always believe... If they would have kept it simple, kept him as the boogeyman, kept him a mystery, it would have continued to make Michael horrifying. And Art the Clown's the same way. Don't ever tell us why he is the way that he is. No. His background, I don't want to know. And you know, that's what made Strangers work so well for me. That's a Manson family, but absolutely. I mean, I mean, I didn't mean to ruin it for you, but I, I love that. I, I hate to say it because it's so fucking disturbing from history. <laughs> But it was obviously inspired by the Manson, you know, family. I can see that. But the strangers, yeah, it was kick ass. No, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Leave it out there. Just leave it out there. Leave it theater of my, the mind. Just leave it alone. Put it out there for the yeah. world to, because 99% of everything we do is just interpretation. I mean, you can't tell another person what to interpret. I mean, you got to just leave it out there. Speaking of leaving it out there, I know I mentioned cons and then probably have to end it for after this. Um, I'm not going to name any names, Chris. And obviously, you, 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 meeting your own heroes sometimes is not a good thing. No. Um, I'm thankful that when I met Nick Castle, my experience was pleasant, um, respectful. He treated me kind. And there's others, as we all know, that are not necessarily, and, and I try to respect, put, the, put myself in their shoes. They're sitting there for hours and hours, probably being asked this, the same damn questions over and over and over again. Yeah. Some of these people that we go see at these cons, this is their livelihood. This is their job now. This is their breadwinner. Sure. I can't tell them how to behave. I guess what I'm trying to get at, without naming any names, have you had any bad experiences with certain actors that you felt that was just a complete, you know? And I'll hit the mute button if you want to explain. <laughs> I'm going to only say one. And uh, don't want to do any names. Don't want to do anything such as that. The only thing I can say is, I, uh, according to the character they portrayed and their age that they were playing it. I honestly thought a lot of them and looked up to them and meeting them was kind of a different experience. But as you said, I can't tell these people, this is, this is their livelihood. This is their life. I can't tell them that, but it was meeting the other actors that I have met and realizing how like gracious they are and how accepting and loving of the Halloween community that they, that they are. I was disappointed is a better word, I guess. I'm not, I'm not mad. I mean, it's not my job to tell anybody 
how to behave or anything such as that. God, God, somebody should tell me how to behave half the time. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's it was a thing that disappointed me, and um, I I just want to keep it at that. I think it's funny when I muted my mic, I'm thinking, oh my God, did I just put Chris on the spot? But I think anybody that's watching this or listening to this us right now, if you have gone to cons, you've had experienced that as well. And I, I guess my whole point of this, obviously con season is upon us. Uh, if you yourself get to be a part of the 45 anniversary out there in Southern Cal, what is, I, I, I guess I'm thinking it's in Pasadena. Pasadena yeah. Yeah. And us being here in Ohio, I'm, it's not, it's not in the cards for me to make it out there. I wish I could, but I guess what I'm trying to get at is from, and I'm not really necessarily speaking for Chris right now. If you are going to be there, um, and if you are not had, not had a chance to meet one of your personal heroes, just try to remember that, um, maybe they, let's say you meet them at 4 PM and, you yourself have been there for six hours. Granted, you're on a high because you're so excited. You're walking around. Maybe you've had lunch. You don't have thousands of people approaching you. Mm -hmm. um, just try to keep that in mind. If you meet your hero and that person is not exactly pleasant with you, maybe they're just having a bad day. Yeah. And I, another reason, I'm not trying to defend that person. I'm just trying to say maybe, just maybe, you get a second chance to meet that person and you'll have a different experience. And uh, I just been hearing that subject matter here more lately when it comes to cons with some of these actors. Um, I just, I just try to put myself in their shoes and, 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 and sadly, some of them, that's just in their nature. No, it's, it's there. It's fair. They're just there to get a buck. I hate to say it. Meh. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. To say that, I mean, I don't want to put any negative energy out there and ruin anybody's reputation, but it was just a, I don't even want to say it was negative. I mean, it was just Well, you, we've talked about that, obviously, privately, you know, and yeah, something tells me that per, that's just in that person's, that's their character, you know. It was a policy. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It was a policy that they had in place. But like you said, was it during, I hate, oh, I cannot wait until we get out of this. It was during the pandemic times. I'm so sick of that, but that's how, that's our life. Uh, it, I think it was, it was during uh, the C word, but yeah. So I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was that a policy relating to, the pandemic or whatever, but eh, I'm not going to hold any ill will, you know? I mean, yeah, it, it just, it was disappointing to see from someone that I thought was super down to earth. Yeah. And if you are going to these cons dressed up cosplay, and by all means, if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to stand in line to get an autograph or a signature, maybe you don't want to try to creep out that person that you're getting an autograph from. <laughs> I almost I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I've been hearing that too, how uh, 
some of these individuals will dress up as their favorite Myers, you know, from whatever film it is. And they just kind of stand there and they try to play out a scene with some of their heroes. And it, yeah, it, that could be a little disturbing and creepy. It's like, you know, then again, I, I would just think about that too. Cause you, this day and age with how things are, God. I would definitely think twice about role playing because um, I, I think we we hear way too much negativity on the news about what happens. Because I know I, I I haven't heard anything bad lately. Whether I great I don't watch the news, but I think you know what I'm getting at. So just think three steps ahead if you're dressing up as your favorite Myers. If you're going to get an autograph. Maybe not wear the mask the whole entire time while you're standing in line or something. I feel like I'm about ready to lose my voice. It's from all that. Um, I don't know if I told you about this, Chris. Um, here lately, I've been performing a lot at operas, and it's getting to me, as you can probably tell. Oh, shit. Yeah. When's the, uh, when's the mix, mixtape drop? Well, as soon as I can bake those tapes in the oven in order to get them to reproduce, God. then I'll get them out there to the public. Change your name uh, yeah, to Octavius? Uh, Octavius Smith. Octavius Smith. That being said, I think this is a good time to end this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, I know I there's going to be, I know there's some other stories that I need to tell you about, but I, I just, my voice is killing me because, man, hitting those high notes. <laughs> In low ceilings, it's a bitch. I think you were screaming from all the 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 flash scenes that you loved. Yes, that could be it too. I don't know why I said about my uh, <laughs> yeah your opera days. <laughs> yeah, my opera days. <sighs> oh no! <laughs> just trying to figure out a way to end this 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 podcast because I don't know. I just all of a sudden I feel.